Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about rage. And it's a tough topic to talk about because when we're in it, when we're experiencing it, it overwhelms everything. And when we're not experiencing it, it's hard to connect with. My hope is that what I'm going to give you is actually the tools that will help you use your rage when it comes up in a powerful way so that it can be the gift it's meant to be. Oftentimes, purpose-driven people either resist their rage or turn it inward on themselves. I'm going to talk about what that looks like in a minute. Rage happens when what is happening around you, in your environment, to a person, to the planet, whatever it is, when what is actually happening in reality is so violently different than what your soul knows to be true, rage is created. And the purpose of rage is to move you to action. Rage has exactly one purpose, and it is to move you to action. I really want you to hear that and understand that because it's going to be critical in using the gift of rage to create the change you're meant to create without it becoming a toxic force in your life or around you. So the reason that I'm bringing this topic to the podcast is that in the country I live in, in the US, something horrible happened. And I'm not going to talk about the details of it because on the chance that you haven't heard it about it, It may not be your time to hear about it. But what has happened, and this is not the first time that this occurrence has happened, but two episodes happened back to back that have made people in this country incredibly angry. And for many of us who are purpose-driven, who those of us who are empathic, especially who are sensitive to who feel things, we are feeling the ripples of not only the event, but also the lack of action on the part of people who should be taking action. And it becomes this toxic soup if it's not used properly. And the reality is we cannot affect what other people do outside of us. And so when our rage is created by an event that has been witnessed by many, and the many are not interacting with the event the way we would expect people to interact, it can muddle the waters of our rage because it starts to make us feel impotent, especially if some of the people that we're watching have the power to make a difference and they're not actually making the difference. And what can happen is we start to see what we expect from other people and then turn it on ourselves. And what I mean is if we're watching someone in power not take action to resolve the situation, we confuse our rage and its ask of us to take action with a belief that somehow we're supposed to be taking the action of this other person. 
And then we can start to feel impotent or powerless. And in that powerlessness, our rage gets turned in on ourselves. And we start to confuse what the rage is about. We start to believe our rage doesn't have a purpose. We might not consciously think that, but if you're experiencing rage and not feeling like you can do anything with the rage, that you're stuck, that's when it becomes toxic. And I want you to understand that all rage has a connected action. What I mean by that is if you're experiencing rage, there is something you are meant to do. And the most important thing that you can do is to do the thing you are meant to do, not focus on the things you wish other people were doing. And I say that so strongly because I have worked with rage for a really long time. What I mean by that is when I learned about psychology, when I started to understand how the brain worked and then blended it with my emerging spiritual journey, because at the time that I was learning about brain science years ago, I was just starting to have a different experience of spirituality. And it was one that was starting to be more expansive and more allowed for a lot more belief systems to exist in the world while my own belief system could exist within me. And wanting to operate on the planet in alignment with what I believed my soul valued, you know, what I valued, and then to be a soul-filled person on the planet. And so when things started to happen outside of myself that made me upset, that made me feel like people weren't doing right by each other, and I and it created rage. I took what I understood about the brain and how we've evolved physiologically and physically and psychologically. And I started to see with close observation that rage never was purposeless. It always had a purpose. And I started to study it more and more in myself and in other people and personally to work with it. And so the process I'm going to show you today and I'm going to talk to you about today, it really does work every single time. It does require some discipline of thought, and it does require some courage in allowing yourself to fully feel your feelings, especially if you're a purpose-driven person who has tried to live their life in this very loving way, in making space for people and being open to other people and allowing them to walk their journey. When you're feeling rage, it can almost feel in conflict to the love you really want to express on the planet. It can it generally feels violent. What you need to understand is that violence is really only present in rage trying to be contained. And if you just allow rage to express itself not physically necessarily, but to fully run through your body and inform you of what it's meant to share with you, it can really be used as a beautiful gift in your life and show you exactly where you are meant to use your gifts, your time, your money, your energy to make a difference in the world. Because what I find with purpose-driven people, which generally speaking, that's who's listening to this podcast, if you don't find yourself driven by purpose, I'm not sure this is going to be as helpful, but I think the tools still work. But when you find yourself driven by purpose, it's easy to get confused that everything is your purpose and everything isn't your purpose. And if everything distracts you, 
then the reason your unique soul is on this planet in your unique human form will get lost in all of the soup that's created by all the events happening outside yourself. Also, working with your rage will require that you trust that the divine has sent helpers in every area to help all people and beings, sentient and not, to live out their full expression. So when you experience rage and and you connect the idea that this rage is present, present for a reason, what you want to do first and foremost is to stop Stop reading, stop watching, stop looking around and outside of yourself. Understand that when the rage happens, you have received enough information to inform yourself, meaning you don't have to keep reading more articles. You don't have to stay on Facebook. You don't have to keep watching short of you're in a physical environment where something's happening and the rage is happening. I'm not suggesting you look away if that's the case. Then you want to just do this process quickly to determine, are you meant to take action or not? So you want to drop down inside yourself and you can do that with three deep breaths. So you're just going to breathe in and breathe out. And these deep breaths can help us at every moment In our lives. So, why don't you go ahead and do that with me right now? Because even if you're not in an expression of rage, it will help. So, breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Now, if you're in rage, that's probably going to be a little challenging if you need to stick with two breaths because you can't make it to the third, that's okay. Then you want to bring your awareness to the center of your body, to your heart center and your gut. That's where the true knowledge of your soul comes from. And you want to start to notice exactly what it is that's creating that rage. And then there are three places where you can bring your gifts to that, that space. The first is with your time. The second is with your money, and the third is with your energy. And sometimes those three are blended, or maybe two are used in combination. So you want to go down the list and first ask yourself, physically, is there something that you are meant to do that's with your physical energy? And you want to ask, not from your head, but you really want to ask within yourself, within your soul, Is there something physically that you can do to shift the situation that is creating rage for you? Many, many, many times, especially when your rage feels impotent or you're feeling powerless in in the midst of it, there isn't something physically for you to do. And that's what's confusing you. And by physical, I mean taking your whole body and fixing the situation. That's what we inherently like to do most. Because it fulfills all of our senses and it gives us relief. So most of the time, the answer is not going to be that we can do something physically to fix the situation. So then it is, who is in the place to fix it? Who can physically fix it? Is there something you can do with either your time or your money 
to help them do that? And if so, does that make sense for you? Meaning, is that where you're meant to be spending either your time or your money? And sometimes it isn't. Once you determine that, you want to write down what are the actions with your time or your money that you can take. And if you determine that there is no time or money you can give to the situation, either because it is not where you're meant to invest your time or money, or because the time and money you have actually can't help or aren't supposed to help, and you'll know that truth within yourself, then it's to go to your energy from the metaphysical level or from the non-physical level. And what I mean by that, that is where thoughts and prayers actually become powerful and are the thing we're meant to do. Now, because of social media, making tragedies become so, so quickly part of our reality. The words thoughts and prayers get thrown around a lot. And Lately, for me personally, this has been a little bit of a trigger, and that means I get to work on it. (laughs) I get to work on my own stuff around it. But the problem with saying the words thoughts and prayers is that, generally speaking, they're just words until you actually think, send your energy, and actually pray. There's a commitment with thoughts and prayers that's really critical and makes a meaningful difference, whether you believe it or not. You have the power to use your heart center, to use the energy within your body to lift up those around you and to lift up the planet. You know, one person operating at love lifts up 20,000 people in fear. But it's not as um, satisfying physically to do that kind of work. And yet it's very powerful work. And those of us who have ever had a prayer answered, have sent love to someone we love and, and had it recognized, you understand the power in that. And yet it's not satisfying. And this is where the discipline comes in and the courage Because it means that you must trust what you can't see more than you trust what you touch and you feel. Now, there is a beautiful, beautiful act of taking your rage and using it to physically fix something or help someone that needs it. And if you're in a position to do that, that is a beautiful, beautiful gift that you give to the world. And I, and, you know, our first responders certainly come to mind. And When I sit down and I watch that there's a situation happening in the world that first responders are engaged in, whether it's an accident or an act that someone has placed on others or some other situation where first responders are required, I truly stop what I'm doing and I do pray and I bring in the energy of the divine within me and I ask that all the forces available do guide them and protect them. That certainly feels like a weaker response than what the first responders are doing, but it is what I have the power to do. And what they do, what those first responders do is truly amazing. It is amazing gift they give to us, but that is their purpose. That isn't necessarily yours or mine. And so we have to figure out what our purpose is. And then once you've gone through the process I've just walked you through, which is 
okay, can you physically do something? Can you use your time or money to do something? And then finally, can you use your non-physical energy to do something? That must be the end of your process. If you take the thoughts that create that rage and keep regurgitating and regurgitating them just to get yourself angry, rage is no longer rage. It's a deep, deep, toxic anger. And that's very different than rage. And it can be easily confused. Rage happens like a spark. It's an igniter. It's meant for something to happen quickly. And if you start feeding yourself information simply to keep the light of that original rage going, all you're doing is creating toxic anger in the world. And you know what? That toxic anger is the same thing that creates all the other violence in the world. And so all you are doing with with perpetuating that within yourself is to perpetuate the violence that is responsible for all of the acts that generally cause rage in ourselves. And I am not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm just saying it for it to become clearer to you that oftentimes we feed ourselves information about situations that make us feel filled with rage because it almost feels like we're being responsible, like we're not looking away. But the goal isn't to stare at something that creates rage for us. It's not to be watchful of something that creates rage. Rage is meant to create action. That action can be physical. It can be offering time. It can be offering money. It can be offering energy. And it's important for you to figure out what your purpose is in that situation. Because once you've satisfied it, you have to let yourself off the hook because the reality is you came with a very specific purpose, like a broader purpose where you are healing things on the planet. No matter what work you are doing, you have the power to heal something. All of us do, both within ourselves and outside of ourselves. And the more energy we put towards our true purpose, the faster the vibration of the planet grows and the easier it will be for the planet as a whole to shift. And certainly the more we express love in ourselves, the true powerful love, and I'm not talking love of another, I'm talking about the vibration of connectedness to all beings. The more we express that by our very being, the more the people around us have the power to lift up to those vibrations. And when they lift to that vibration, then those around them do as well. I am not suggesting that we all sit back and allow horrible events to go on. That is not it at all. I believe every single one of us has the ability to help with different situations and that it is critical that we do help in whatever way we can. What I'm suggesting is that We separate that from simply watching tragedies and horrible events over and over and over again and using them to punish ourselves with anger and then to spill that anger out into the world, that that does no good. And most important, what I want you to understand as I leave off on this podcast is that rage is a gift. We are built with an interaction between our souls and our physical expressions, we are built where those two, when they interact in completely different ways, 
meaning what we're experiencing in the physical violates what our soul knows to be true, that we experience all different levels of negative emotion. And when the violation between what we know is true, what is love, and what is actually happening outside of ourselves is an absolute violation, we will experience rage so that we can help to fix it in whatever way is right for our gifts. And it's critical that we all use the gift of that rage to make the difference we can make. And it's also critical that we end with the gift we are meant to make and don't use it against ourselves or to perpetuate any negativity within ourselves that isn't helpful. And so if you have recently seen something, heard something, witnessed something that has created rage within you, and you feel it festering within you, I'm encouraging you, go now and clean it up. Do the work to clean it up. And once you move past that event and clean that up, forgive yourself for not being the one who can fix it. Now, your soul doesn't require that forgiveness, but your mind probably does. And that can feel like very passive acts, but I promise you these are powerful, powerful acts. And it will free you up to take the physical action to resolve situations in the future to not only fix something that may create rage within you, but more importantly, to do your work in the world so situations that create rage actually never happen. You are here as a light-filled being. You are love-filled. That love is powerful. That love can create change. And sometimes it will be a physical act, but more times than not, it won't be. And it's important for you to know when you are meant to do one or the other and to take action accordingly. I send you much, much love. And I mean that. In these podcasts, I really do drop down into my heart and I feel into what most needs to be said and try and offer it. And I say that humbly because I am sure I don't do it perfectly. But I really do believe you are here with a very specific purpose. And I know for a fact that I and the others on the planet would not have come had you not agreed to come. That's the contract we all share. And in as much as I can help you fulfill that contract, please, please, please let me know what I can do. You can reach me at patty at pattylennon.com if you have any thoughts about this podcast or any other podcast or you have any questions. I love you and I thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.